What's up, New York? Whoa. Very radio DJ. And everyone else, no matter where you're from, we are here for you. That's true. You can you can stream this all across the country and the world. The world even. Yeah, it's um that's how podcasts work. Yeah. I just found that out. It's interesting. I thought it was just my block that could hear this. It's interesting. But it goes beyond. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I would I think that uh I would like to have like a like a talk radio, like a serious uh-huh show. I think that's a good forum. For I mean, me. I dream about the radio show that I'm going to get when I'm like 50. Mm. That's my late life plan mm-hmm. that I'll make enough money on that to live until I die. I think that's realistic. Yeah. Why not? Cool. Um, look at, look at Howard Stern, <laughs> <laughs> the real truth teller in media. Ugh, the only one really saying he's, he's putting it out there. Yeah. It's kind of no holds barred. You know what? <laughs> It's no old spark. Um, hey, everybody. This is FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And we're here together in person for the first time since last week when we did a Patreon episode. But but for the first time. For you. For you guys. For the main feed. Yeah, for the main feed since March. March. Yeah. That's right. Um, which, it's funny. It feels fine. Yeah, it's like getting on a bike. Yeah. It's made me realize how worse, much worse I am doing it, not in person, and I didn't realize. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I was like, it sucks talking to a screen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, what the fuck? I'm like that, the picture of the kid crying Yeah, that's Zoom. Ke- that's Kelly when I say we have to do another episode <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> um, you know what's a funny kid thing is, do you remember, like, there's always a kid who just keeps their shirt in their mouth. Oh, yeah, they always have the, it's like. And, like, the ring of saliva. That's me when you say, <laughs> time to record another podcast. I'm like. You also have that, like, chap ring around your mouth at the same time, that red chap mouth. Yeah, I have yeah. to take the wet shirt out of my mouth. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Kids Kids are so weird. That's the other thing about the picture of the kid crying. If you are looking at that, I do feel bad for the kids, and I don't think they should have to do remote learning, but also, if you've ever spent any amount of time around five-year-olds in your life, they cry. Yeah, all the time. They'll go from being so excited about something to then just crying and, like, screaming that they hate you instantly. It's like you can't necessarily ascribe your feelings to, like... Right, I mean, it's a projection of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it is wrong to make kids do remote learning on Zoom, but also they be crying. Yeah, yeah. And also, whatever. We... (laughs) Whatever. We know all of the horrible things that are wrong with what's going on right now in education, so it's fine. Like We specifically. You and I know. We're the only ones who know. We got a special memo. We know. We know. We got a classified memo. (laughs) We got a a classified memo from Betsy DeVos. It was definitely to the wrong address, but I opened it anyway, and now we know. And now we know. So wait for that Twitter thread. (laughs) Oh my God, Lillian! Do you have any uh, any stories, any reflections on the week? Um, no, I don't. Well, I only have a service. Story. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I only have a. <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of being a host with someone who's not good at hosting on a on a show. Mm. Hey, do you no? Mm. Okay, can you? <laughs> okay, okay, great. That's on me again. Um, 
No, because I didn't, I wasn't in the service of the people this mm-hmm. weekend because I only work when there's a pop-up. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any service stories. I did come, I went to Kelly's work. Yes, for the first time. For the first time after some friends, uh, we all went to the beach. And then I, sometimes if I'm in the right mood, I can be persuaded to go on a second, to a second location mm-hmm. from the beach. Yeah. Um, the reason why was because it was pouring rain and I didn't want to take a ferry in the rain. So I said, I'll get in your car and we'll go see Kelly. Um, and it was really fun. It yeah. was a delicious drink. Um, I did have a funny moment where, you know, because obviously it's right and good to put your mask on when your server comes over to your table. But I didn't, when Kelly came over because like we're in a pod, we're in a pod. I see her all the time. And then I was like, then I was like, fuck, but all these people are going to be like, A, maybe they're going to follow my example and put right, all of these right. employees in danger, and I want them to know that that's not okay. So then I had a whole... Oh. I was like, it's fine, she's... Hey, sorry, hey, everyone can... Lillian then attention. just went massless up to every table, said, can I shake your hand? <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Lillian Devane. Uh, no, I actually know her, so it's fine. <laughs> so that server over there... No, get a little... I know you can't hear me, I'm going to get a little closer. Um... <laughs> No, I can whisper in your ear if that's easier. <laughs> if that's easier for you, I don't mind. Um, yeah, but uh, and then our friend Jillian snapped a picture that looked mm-hmm. like it was like a paparazzi picture, like <laughs> yeah, F O H Hoseline Devane spotted maskless, maskless. Um, we should do an episode on like specifically the the goings on at Nobu in L A because oh, it's I it's so popular and so like. Kendall Jenner literally has, so all celebrities are going to Nobu still, which is very funny. Um, and, and Nobu I'm sure is doing everything, everything great. But, um, it's, uh, they, they said that they were having such a problem with people calling in impersonating Kendall Jenner or her people to try to get a reservation that they had to set up like a password on the phone. Like where it's like, this is Kendall Jenner. Like, falcon delta no way yeah and like they're um so that then there's like this whole celebrity scene still happening at nobu which is very interesting to me it is interesting we should definitely do that at some point um fun yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun fun. anything with a code i'm into oh yeah secure the perimeter Oh, we got to scare them. I mean, you know, I'm actually really surprised um, of myself for that I haven't gotten like a CB radio while this is all. Oh, I'm surprised too now that you mentioned it. Why haven't I done that? Wow. Jesus, a missed opportunity back when I had all that money. (laughs) Yeah. Bring back PUA so Lillian can get a (laughs) CB radio and a 10 foot antenna. That and all the ghost hunting equipment I want to buy. Oh, yeah. A lot of. um, Yeah. They're just like uh, motion sensors, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, or like they're like they, microphones and motion sensors. That's all they are. The little meters, like yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. The, EVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna get. Yes. Something that looks cool and, <laughs> and that the fans will enjoy. Wait, wasn't there like a bear, a stuffed bear? Yeah, there's a teddy bear that um, supposedly. I don't know why you need to like fake out ghosts. <laughs> like also like. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. No, yes, the whole, right. I mean, the whole, the whole culture of ghost hunting is. I just, I think I'm conflating ghosts with like, I don't know, just like omniscient. Robbers. Like, whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> what, like, wouldn't a ghost, like, 
No, there's. I, I don't understand how the ghost wouldn't recognize. Like, if the ghost is going to know the camera and not appear in front of a camera, how is the ghost not going to recognize that there's a camera in the bear? The whole premise is false. <laughs> it's, it's like there's no. <laughs> that's what you got to understand about this is it's all fake. So <laughs> any sort of logic you're trying to apply, don't even worry about don't it. Worry Just about buy it. the teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, God. Go. Um, do you have a service story? I do. So uh, <laughs> for my, my New Yorkers, um, you know, the weather's been really kind of like up and down this week, especially with Hurricane Laura kind of coming down um, the the Gulf Coast and, uh-huh. um, and that kind of kicking some bad weather up to us. But so on Thursday in particular, it was one of those things where it's like there's this like ambient threat of like severe rain and gusts of wind up to 20 miles per hour. Insane. Which is crazy. Um, and, and they, but it kept getting pushed back and back and back and back. And so at first it looked like it was going to rain really early on. So I was going to be the only person who was working, like doing the bar on the floor. Cause we were like, if it's going to rain at six o'clock, I get in at three. Like why bring someone in at four? Right. To be the clothes, you know, whatever. And then it was like really nice out. And so we were like, okay. And then, so someone else came in and we were looking at the Doppler and we're like, oh, it actually looks like it's not going to pass over this part of Brooklyn. And we're like, we're, I think we're going to be good. And then we're like, literally walk outside and it's like to the left, the sky is pitch black. Oh, God. And we're like, okay, so the empirical evidence suggests that something is going to happen. So this was around like eight o'clock and we were like, we go to every table. We're like, hey, the thing is about these, the gusts that they're predicting, you have to pull in the awnings because we have those like extendable awnings, which I did not know this. Awnings cost like 10 grand. Like they're very expensive. And so the owner was like, texted us and was like, you need to pull in like, don't let the awnings get damaged. Like there's not going to, you're not going to do an amount of business that's going to justify having the awnings out if they get right, damaged. Right, right, right. And so we like go around to every table. We're like, this rain is coming when it does come. And there's gusts. We're going to, we're going to pull in the awnings. So you will have no rain Shelter. protection. Yeah. Everyone was like, okay. And we're like, we're closing you out. We're giving you plastic cups. You goodbye. Can, <laughs> goodbye. Essentially like get in a car, go home. And everyone was like, okay, but it's like such a typical, and I get it too, from the point of the patron and you're like, well, first of all, there is like this sort of like guests have such a funny relationship to service people where they're like, in some ways they're like, you're the dumbest people alive. Like, and then in some ways they're like, you're a divinity. You control the weather since you sat me down. Like it won't rain on me. Right. And, and so we're like, we literally give everyone plastic club, cups and close their tabs. And we're, we're like, okay, like we're pulling in the awnings and everyone was like, okay, not one person left when we did that. Jesus it Christ. starts to rain. It starts to rain. I was like, should we pull in those awnings? But no one had left. And now no one was going to leave because it had started raining. And then the gust came and the awnings went like, foof, foof. <laughs> Like a true like buck. And then the guy I was working with was like, no, this is so fucked up. And he was just so mad that like, that we were being ignored basically. And he just went out in the rain and like closed the awnings like so, so fast. And everyone was like, oh my God, like what? 
what? And we were like, we warned you. We warned you. And then everyone did like scuttle away like, like so many cockroaches exposed oh, to the light. Oh my God. It was very funny and very crazy. That's very funny. I mean, it must have been a little bit satisfying to see people. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. There's a little Sachsenfreud. Um, it's, it is just funny though, like that moment of like where people are like, no, I decided to get a drink with my friend. So nothing can happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, No. It's like the sky is like rolling in, like literal pitch black. Like, those are the same people that are gonna be like, "Why didn't like Louisiana evacuate?" Yeah, literally. And you're like, "Um, you wouldn't move, yeah, from a fucking patio, yeah. (laughs) Like, you didn't walk three blocks to your house when it was very evident it was just gonna rain." Fucking god. Um, that's so funny. It's like when I, I mean, I have some, like, I think the human brain is, I mean, so twisted. The human brain is an interesting. (laughs) Has anyone ever studied that? (laughs) The human brain? There might be something there. Um, but like, for example, when it's raining, sometimes I'll just be like, no big deal. I'll walk to the grocery store without an umbrella forgetting that it sucks to get rained on. I agree with this. Sometimes I forget about umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I there guess... have been times that I've like walked out into the rain and be like, sucks that you can't do anything about this. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I just have to get sopping wet walking four blocks. This blows. It's like slash. I didn't think it would suck. Yeah. I forget how much it, it sucks. really sucks. It really sucks the hell is wrong with us? It really sucks. It is surprising to me, you know, <laughs> put those heart machines to, uh, to work. I mean, why are we still dealing with rain in 2020? Really? I know. I mean, I don't know. seems like that technology should have progressed a little bit more. Weather, weather machines. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Completely. The agree. Hell they better. Cause we're going to fucking have constant level five storms every fucking day in five years. <sighs> Um, God. Yeah. So, yeah, it is just, um, it's an interesting facet of, of these times, you know, just that you're like, I mean, that's always been true of patio seating, but in the past you've been able to kind of welcome people into the restaurant or even though that's so fucking annoying, it's but so annoying. It's, it's so in a way it's easier now. Cause it's just like, goodbye. Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 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 But, um, it is like, you're just like, okay, that's maybe you should start saying like, okay, so we will be closing and then you will be in God's hands. <laughs> and then maybe they'll be like, what? And then it's like, I realize. start playing, I do a cover of closing time where it's like, <laughs> In God's hands, <laughs> time for you to go home to the... You know, something like that. Uh, totally. You and know? that'll go viral. <laughs> that'll go viral. <laughs> and that saves the restaurant industry. <laughs> now this. How one woman... <laughs> now this. <laughs> now this. Oh, my, my God. God. The days of reposting on Instagram now this videos. Oh my god. R.I.P. a golden R. I. P. era. Wait, what was that? There was one Oh my god, what am I thinking of? It was like an RSS feed of like videos that oh god. And it was like my mom shared all of them. Oh no. And like Francesca Ramsey made them. Oh. Do you remember what I'm talking about? 
No. There was like, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but it was in the vein of now this. It was like a precursor to now this. It's not like um, the code show or whatever. No, no, no. She does. She does that, right? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Um, insider videos. I would love to be featured on an insider video. <laughs> well, get to plucking on that guitar. <laughs> no, I want to do one of those. I'm, I'm going to try to convince the bar owner to maybe make like a gold leaf. I love those when they go viral and everyone gets oh, mad. Oh, yeah, the you know, gold leaf donuts Or whatever. And everyone gets mad at them. And Yeah. I love that. Every yeah. time it gets me. Yeah. Everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? There's the- people without health insurance? <laughs> yeah, it's always like, all right. a huge conflation of, like, issues. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, like, I guess. <laughs> oh, the human brain once again. Once again, she's a marvelous turtle. <laughs> it's also, like, um, the the one that was went viral last week was, like, this place that sold Uncrustables that did yeah. look objectively disgusting. Yeah. But um, in the video, he says, like, yeah, it's the... The centennial of this uh, market hall in in L.A., uh, you know, opened in 1917. So everyone's like, they're first like, you're displacing us for Uncrustables? And I'm like, okay, so he just said it's a centennial. Like, I, I totally understand the gentrification argument. But yeah. it's like, that has been there for 100 years. And then second of all, he said the centennial in, of 1917. So I was like... This place no longer exists. Right. Confirmed, and everyone's like, right. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, and it's like this is not a real. We we're not we're not talking about reality at this point. It's also like I don't know. I'm not that smart, but also people. I think shifting the gentrification uh, conversation to just real estate developers would be pretty helpful. Completely agree. Please, for the love of God. Completely agree. Um, <clears throat> while uncrustable, while a place that sells just peanut butter and jelly is disgusting, disgusting, and not shouldn't be on this earth, there's somebody who said it should be, mm-hmm. and that's person in real estate, Very and true. that's a person in real estate. Very true. Anyways, um, um, okay, should we pivot? Yeah, let's go ahead on Please. that note. On 35 minutes in, let's <laughs> yeah. And that's what I think about Uncrustables. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, delete, unsubscribe, <laughs> please. Um, <clears throat> we were pity following this podcast through the <laughs> epidemic, and now we can safely say it is garbage. Um, so we wanted to talk about, um, I think, something that a lot of people in Brooklyn are aware of, and I don't know kind of like how widespread the knowledge of this is because it's, it is pretty local, but it's, um, obviously like, it's just, a I don't know. It's like a example or some, what am I, what am I going to say? <laughs> anyway, um, me trying to sound smart. Um, it just is like one piece of like such a larger culture. So we were wanting to talk about Archie's and, the response that they had to a ton, actually so many sexual assault uh, allegations against one of their owners, this um, guy who had been a manager at Dos Toros and owner of Archie's and just like kind of generally on the scene. Um, This happened. I mean, this was sort of unfolded in July. Yeah. And it's still sort of, you know, there's, obviously a big, a big fallout and a big ripple effect. Um, 
and we, you know, obviously we've been following it and, and we have some, some people who are connected to it who we know. Um, but obviously it's very sensitive and, uh, we just didn't want to like hop on it right away and, you know, um, give it some, some space and time, but we didn't want to talk about it because it is like pretty, uh, close to us in a lot of ways and close to a lot of people. And I think it's important to talk about it, you know? And like honor that. So, anyways, this guy Diego Macias, mm-hmm. that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah. he um, was a manager at Dos Toros and then eventually became a partial owner in Archie's, which is like a pizza place in Bushwick. I've never been. Have you? Yeah, sadly, the pizza was very good. Uh, yeah. Um, and through Instagram, um, some women, um, I don't know exactly what was the impetus of it like what what was the first thing that really started it but some people started posting on their instagram accounts sort of just very detailed accounts of abuse that this person um had perpetrated against them and then it was just a complete avalanche yeah and i think what was like and then what happened was archie's all of this started coming out and it was It wasn't, there wasn't any specific, because like you said, I'm not sure that there was any specific impetus. I'm not sure that there was any. I think it's also like, obviously right now people are out of jobs. People are, it's a crazy time and people are saying like, actually, I, I, I'm not going to lose anything by doing this right now. And that's what's like all of these people like fucking Condé Nast, all that stuff's coming out. Cause I think people are like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just, I think the idea of returning somewhere, it's like, right everything does get normalized, especially in this industry. And it's so much of like the abuse that people described and what they point to is like Diego being like, like managing women who are 10 years younger than him and giving them Coke and giving them alcohol and like, and just manipulating them and gaslighting them. And it's like, all of that is, not just normalized, but like is normal. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's also, I think like when you're in it, you're like, and so many women, like we read this Gothamist article by, sorry, let me look at the, yeah, no, by Sydney Peria. And she in Gothamist kind of talked to a lot of the people who had, um, like outlined these, um, experiences that they had had. And, so many of them were like, yeah, I just thought it was like, I don't know, like bad sex or like normal or like this is just yeah, what was going on. Like people were saying like they're freshmen at NYU and shit. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just don't know what the fuck is up. And and when you're in it, you're just like, yeah, this is like, I don't know, like this sucks, but it's just life. And it's like the I, like the break of COVID and then the idea of like returning yeah. to those things. Exactly. Too. No, that's that's really true. And um, what what Diego did went beyond just like shitty verbal abuse, shitty emotional abuse. Like, yeah. Like people were saying he choked them so hard. They were like literally afraid, hit them, them, um, like anal sex without consent like force. I mean, forcible. Yeah. Um, taking condoms off during sex a lot, like disgusting, like absolutely the fucking, and then just like the gaslighting of just like, that's not a problem. Like then it's like coupled with, I mean, any abuse when people say like emotional and physical abuse, like there's no physical abuse, there's no sexual assault without 
emotional abuse of as course. well. Right. And then you add in, I mean, it really sucks because that's why the service industry is so fucking perfect for these people is because there is booze, there are, there's drugs, yeah. there's people who, you know, like a lot of us like to fucking party and yeah. like go to weird places and be with weird people we don't know and like after hours and that's just what it's like and a lot of it's really fun. Yes, and I think <laughs> like... um. I mean, I'll just speak for myself. Like, I think that I have always had like, um, like this perverse pride of being like, that shit doesn't bother me. Like I fucking take it on the chin. It rolls off my back. Like I don't care. And so it's like, I think that's part of it too, is like, there's a certain kind of woman. And I definitely count myself as one of them. That's like, I can fucking hang. Yeah. I'm like going to bartend with the guys. Like I can party with them. I can play with them. And it's like, when you take pride in that, then it's like becomes very hard to even reckon in yourself with abuse. Absolutely. And I think that is like, it's a twofold thing that it's like abusers are drawn to this industry. And then it's like there, it also valorizes accepting abuse. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also like, Oh my God, it's just, I don't know. The thing that is so, there's so many things that are heartbreaking about this and the people who did come forward and the people who didn't, I mean, everyone is like, I, it's, it takes so fucking much and it's not like, obviously there's not a right way to talk about it or not talk about it. Like whatever makes sense for you, but it's really fucking disgusting how similar every single one of these incidents were. And it's like that. I mean, that's that's what it is. Like, that's what abusers do. They have their MO, they do it. It works. They do it again ad nauseum forever. And it's just this, like, it's so fucking every day for them. And, and, and it's just like reading these, these people's accounts of like something that was like so fucking horrific. And to somebody else, it's just like a Tuesday. And it's like, I mean, we all know this and whatever, but it's just like, it was just hit so close to home because all of those things I've had happen to me. And it like, really sent me on a fucking emotional spiral and it's it's really fucking hard to look at and I it's like I I mean more power to them I I couldn't do it you know yeah I couldn't fucking do it but it's like it's it's so fucking disgusting it's so fucking vile and like disgusting and it's like and it's that it's You're talking about, I mean, it ended up being like almost 40 people coming forward, 40 women coming forward and saying this happened to me. And it's like, you don't hear boo from the fucking men who are around not only Diego, but all of these women. And like, and it's like, that doesn't happen in a vacuum. No, it's like, of course there's like the MO and there's like whatever, like Diego's obviously like the villain in this, but it's like that doesn't happen in a vacuum and it's not able to function in a vacuum and like being part and, and the restaurant industry and the Bushwick scene and all of this shit perpetrates it. And it's like, yeah, of course, like, it's like, I don't know, like be fucking normal. And if you see like your boy, who's 30 plus talking to a 19 year old and giving her Coke and booze, like that's like disgust. Like that in and of itself is a violation. But nobody wants to be uncool and nobody wants to make a scene. And no, I mean, that's just like, we're and all it's like, like Diego offered access to all these like fucking loser boys. Yeah. 
Of course. I mean, yeah, of course. It's like they're being emotionally manipulated to they're too big of pussies to admit it. Yeah. But it's like someone being like, yeah, I'll always give you a bump. I'll always like, I'll hook you up at my bar. Da, 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 da. And it's like, and oh, I mean, look, and that's the thing too, is that like, I mean, we've talked about it. Like you and I are just as like susceptible to that too, where there are people who I'm like, oh man, that guy is a piece of shit. But yeah, I do that all the time. hundred percent. So it's like, I get it. I get all, I get every side of it except the fucking sociopath piece of shit who is doing this. But yeah. I understand how all of it happens. It's yeah. like, it's really hard. I mean, even, yeah, exactly like you said, even for us, it's really hard because I mean, like everything that you hear is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. And it's really hard to actually be like, this is wrong and I can't tolerate it. Yeah. It's really hard when you're in it. Yeah, of course. And like all of these workplaces breed that energy where, you know, we are in a different, we're basically like a subset of society that has a completely different set of rules. And like, it's just like, it, it's just different. Completely yeah. different. Um, anyways, so. And like, I think Archie's response is like exactly like shows the willingness that this industry has to like hold itself accountable, which is that no one called for, at least I didn't see anyone call for it. It wasn't like takedown of Archie's. It was like, no, this person was allowed to perpetrate these violences within a culture. And then Archie's literally closed down, deleted all their social media. Well, also before that even happened, I think before even this all happened as, as far as, and maybe I'm, misunderstanding timeline, but I believe that a group of women were like, Hey, this person, Diego has done this. These are our experiences. Can you please like address it, address it. And they were like, okay, he's going to therapy. And then he just was still at work and they were like, wow, this sucks so much. And we feel so unvalued. And this is like, and they quit. And it's just like, this had already, they had already known. Yes. They'd already known. hundred percent. Obviously. HR. Obviously their HR knew. wasn't he part. I think he was like HR or something. Yeah. Well, he was partial owner. Right. Right. So there's like an HR person. Right. 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 But it's like, and that's the fucking problem too. And it's like, I don't even, but it's like, that's the problem with depending on like tools that the management provides of for course. you, like HR where it's like, he owns it. So what is HR going to say? Yeah, exactly. He pays her. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So, yeah, and so then... (laughs) And that's... Oh, God, it's just, like, it's such a, like, fucked up system. I know. Because it's, like, you're denied any tool, any, like, recourse, because any... And that's even a good company provides HR. (laughs) Right. That's, like, a good restaurant company, because so many don't. Right. I mean... Oh, my God. So, yeah, so Archie's deleted all of their social media close down, put like a statement that they're like, we can't comment on anything because this involves like legal. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, so another fucking heartbreak for people who were like, maybe this is an opportunity to address things. Maybe we can get some closure. Maybe we can be heard and and a, a public statement and some sort of like, 
something, some kind of come to Jesus of any kind. And yes. it's like, sorry, we're fucking erasing ourselves and all yes, of this evidence and everything. And I think like that too is like, obviously like we said, like this is close to us and we know some of the people involved in this and like these aren't unnuanced. I mean, if closing is the right thing, then it is the right thing. But I just don't think it was what was being asked for. No. And these aren't like unsubtle, unnuanced thinkers who were calling Diego out and saying, this is what happened to me. Right. And I think like this actually, if that had been what obviously the fucking people who came forward wanted, this could have been like a time to be like, okay, so how do we reckon with this and how do we move forward? Right. Like what's next in this timeline? What's what happens? What happens? Yeah. Where do we go from here? Because this did happen. It is a real thing and it's a real thing in lots of restaurants. Yeah. And, and instead they fucking piece the fuck out and just said, we have no responsibility to anyone, not to these women, not to the people who work here, not to the fucking community. We don't have a responsibility to anyone. We're cash the fuck out. And it's just (sighs) sexual harassment is like one of the main reasons that low wage workers like leave work or seek new work. Yeah. It's a huge, it's endemic to this industry and it's the industry is perfectly designed to allow it to continue. Right. And there is an opportunity, like there have to be examples of restitution and rectification. And it's really, really disappointing. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. I mean, the people I, I mean, I have, I mean, we both, everyone who's worked in the service industry has 1000 examples of people being like, okay, well, like, my boss and I fucked, and now it's really shitty at work, and instead of going through this and having him, like, ice me out of shifts, I'm just going to go be a waitress somewhere else. Yeah, It's like, yeah, obviously that's what you do, and that's just like, yeah, like you said, it's the perfect fucking environment. Never stops. It never ends. There's no closure. There's no anything. No, and, and yeah, if you are given any recourse, it's tools provided by management and so it's never going to actually address your concerns it's going to address the company's liability telling a sociopath serial rapist to go to therapy is like the funniest thing i've ever heard like i mean like we said like we've watched jackson therapy exactly we know also i know sociopaths they're they will trick their therapist. It's how it works. It's no doubt in my mind. Like that's, it's not helpful. It's not helpful for anybody. It's not helpful. It's just, I'm actually really, I'm actually, I mean, again, we have so many things that we've been shocked by that maybe we shouldn't be. Yeah. (laughs) I am really shocked that they just closed. That is crazy to me. Crazy. Crazy. And during like, this was, this all happened, you know, in the matter of like a week or two, this, 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 yeah. Like 
from the first Instagram post to, you know, the additions and the media attention, it was all within a few weeks. It's crazy. Were there multiple locations or something? No, there's just one. Uh, there's two. There's two. They both are just like. As far as I know. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah forget about it. As far as I know. I mean, it's just. It, it's also like. So sorry, you have the organizational, logistical wherewithal and ability mm-hmm. to shut down a functioning restaurant, two locations that employs probably mm-hmm. upwards of 50 people. Yeah. You can figure that out I saw in a, a matter of days. I saw a lot of posts that were like, and now all these people don't have <sighs> jobs. And I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Are you really you're doing this? That's really brave of you to fucking come out and say it. You piece of shit. Like, how dare you? And I know people, I mean, we've heard talk of people being like, I can't believe they got Archie's closed. Again, they did not get Archie's closed, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Archie's would rather fucking torch. Protect, they yeah. Would, they would rather torch all of their businesses than fucking address one person. One person. They would rather protect that person. Of course. Than have a fucking serious reckoning and maybe that reckoning would lead to closure. Sure. But this closure was specifically to protect Diego and specifically to protect the fucking company, which like burn in hell. And it's a punishment to those people who spoke up. It's a punishment. And like, that's what, that's what keeps people quiet is the social repercussion of speaking up. Of course. And then now that's twofold because you spoke up against like the cool fucking guy in the room. And also now people are like, well, look at the fucking dishwasher. Uh You know what I mean? Uh It's like, it's, if you said that, if it even crossed your mind, you're a piece of shit. Of course. And I mean, I guess, I guess some, you know, obviously some positive things have come out and these people have found each other and that's like really special and really powerful. And like, I'm, I'm glad that that happened, you know, from all of this, but it is just such a fucking shameful display from Archie. I, I, like, I don't even know what to say. It's like, it's so fucking cowardly. It's so, it's so cowardly. It's like the in most pand- cowardly. It, it it's- also, it's like, yeah, it's in a pandemic. You're just putting people out of work to protect a rapist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, there's always a new low. There is always a new low in this, in this town, in, in this, this industry. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I know. It's like, why, why are we surprised by anything anymore? But it just does still get, it still gets to you. And like watching it unfold, just like you said, like the rapidity with which everything happened and the response, it was sickening yeah. and it was very hard. And I think that is why we took like a couple weeks to kind of come around to it because like in real time it was, I mean, it's, I think like this word obviously gets thrown around a lot, but it was like very triggering and like, and just, it's sort of like your worst case scenario of like, you can, you know, like what would happen if you were ever to like speak up. Right. Yep. And that's like, 
Such a brutal fucking lesson. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? I mean, I've chosen very selective times to reveal certain information to certain people, but I would, I, I can't go public with anything yeah. that I would say because I just like, I don't have, I can't. Yeah. You know, sucks, but it sucks. I just like, I, I don't want to, and I can't. It's like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's really fucking dark. It's really dark. And the, and the, and a huge part of it too is like this, like the need to be cool and the need to like be like, that's the reason like no one, no one wants to violate and be uncool. Of course. And it's like, you have the cool restaurant and the cool manager at the cool restaurant and all the cool girls who go there and work there. And it's like, no one wants to like break that illusion. Right. It just sucks. Like it sucks because it's like, it's so there's something so intangible about why there's like the very tangible reasons people don't speak up. And that's very obvious in this case too. But like the intangible reasons that are also a huge part of this. Yeah. And like, that is a really difficult piece to parse. Well, we're also used to like denying certain aspects of reality working in a restaurant. Totally. And so it's like, we're all really good at being like, no, I'm not stressed out. No, this isn't happening here. No, here's your food. And like, I am sorry that this happened to you, you know, to guests or to each other. And like, so like, we're just used to kind of creating illusions every single time we go to work. And so like, what's it, what's different about that? You know what I mean? Totally. No, the environment doesn't suck because I want everyone to be comfortable. Totally. It's like second nature, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's so, I mean, not that like everything is, has always been bad and it's like, you think it's might sometimes get better, but like that this is happening right now is so bonkers to me. Yeah. (laughs) To not take that, to not even take this time of like people being like, okay, like how do we move forward and let's talk about it. Like this, if there was any environment to do that, 100%, it would be now. 100%. Cause people are open to it. You know, people are open to having these conversations now. So it's like, it's just, it's even, it just, there's so many levels of evil to that response. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. God. Well, it really sucks. It really sucks. It really sucks. But I mean, it's still a good thing. Like everyone came forward and it all came to light. It just like also sucks. Yes. Yeah. It sucks that it's always both. Yeah. (laughs) And it sucks that like, (laughs) it just sucks. Like even in like a framework of restorative justice that like the burden is always on the victim to like, it just always is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're blamed once again for the fallout. I just like, I obviously like it's, it's a huge piece of the puzzle of, of restorative justice, but it's like, it really is such a difficult thing to understand and accept that you how much responsibility 
like it takes to engage in those practices and yeah and and trying to invite that and trying to accept that responsibility and then being like just having someone spit in your face like Archie's just being like fuck you we're closing is like yeah so discouraging and it uh-huh. really bums me out yeah it's it is a it's very sad and enraging yeah but here we are here we are <laughs> sufficiently bummed ourselves out yeah i don't know do we want to say anything more like i don't we don't have any i don't know conclusive thoughts i don't think no i mean i think it's just like it felt weird to not address it because it i don't want people to think that we don't want to address you know yeah. i mean i just it's obviously uh, a delicate thing and you know i don't know and uh, obviously, you know, we're in solidarity with uh, with all of you. And it's like, it's fucking hard. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> but anyways. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, it's obviously still happening too. Yeah. Of course. You know, everything is still happening. <laughs> Yeah, the beat goes on, you know, abuse-wise. Yes, the beat goes on abuse-wise. That is so wise. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I love um, this time being alive. <laughs> I love this time. What a time to be alive, as what Drake a- would say. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Um, it's <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, for us, we have some new merch coming out. We'll have some new merch, um, and some other fun events coming up. We'll keep you all posted. Obviously, everything is like COVID safe, so you can come out and free of uh, you know guilt or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. if you live in New York. Um, my birthday this month, so any well wishes, gifts, Patreon subscriptions, of course. Um, we would love that. Also, I want to say, I don't know if we made it clear, but the, how we're starting this project is from Patreon money, money. So if you guys were like, Hey, I'm not donating enough to good con- Guess what? You are, you are. And if you didn't want to, too bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you were like, I just want this money yeah. to go to a rental management company. <laughs> Too bad. Not where it's going. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Review, rate, and subscribe, you know, and uh that's really all I have to say. And stick with us. Stick with us because, you know, we're doing our best. Just that like every <laughs> And like I keep saying, we really should have taken a break over this pandemic and we didn't, so kudos to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There were some rough episodes. <laughs> But, you know, that's real, and uh, we're nothing if not real here at FOH. Mm-hmm. There's a reason my Twitter and Instagram handle is too real, Kelly. Nice. It's true. You really are too real. It's so true about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We love you so much. All right. Love you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>